Download and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasting from the JNK Twin Studios. This is the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast Breakdown, an in-depth look at a Red season, player, or game. Now, here's your hosts, Scott Evans and Nick Lawson. And welcome to the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast. I'm Scott Evans. He's Nick Lawson. What's going on, man? Reds are first place. Of course. Uh, I mean, uh, we'll we'll put that down as a uh, as a definite win. So uh, Reds starting off yeah. pretty hot, and uh, one of the reasons for their hot start is a player we're going to talk about on this episode, uh, Jonathan India. But before we get started, be sure to. Uh, Hit the subscribe or follow button, uh, as this show is for, meant for subscribers only. Subscribe, uh, please subscribe. Yep, and uh, share with your friends. If you could share with just one friend, uh, that would be huge. If you have a Reds group, too, share it in there. Yep. So uh, as we uh, get going today, Jonathan India definitely... He was kind of a surprise of spring, I think, because no one had on their radar. Uh, we did when we talked about the shortstop situation earlier in the year. You can find that show in the archives. Uh, but no one really expected him to make it out of the gate. I, I think uh, Jonathan India, Hunter Green, uh, Nick Lodolo, uh, I, I think all of them were uh, – you know, expected to be in part of the 2021 season at some at some point, but I don't think anyone had on the radar when spring trading started back in February that Jonathan India was going to be starting on opening day. I, I think I had Hunter Green before Jonathan India in my in my book. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it was a big surprise, but he had a great spring training, and that, that really helped him propel him to second base yeah. to start to be a starting second baseman. Absolutely. So it all got started for him December 15th, 1996, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. That is when he was born. 1996. <laughs> Man, I feel so old now. <laughs> you know, pretty pretty soon they're, they're going to be in the 2000s, uh, and I'm sure there's some players in MLB already that – uh, were born 99 or 2000, maybe even on the Reds. Which 2000 to me seems like yesterday. Yeah, it's hard to believe it was 21 years ago. <laughs> I know, it's <laughs> it, it's crazy. Uh, so, born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Florida guy, went to college at Florida. Uh, played high school at American Heritage High School in uh, Delray Beach, Florida. And drafted by the Brewers in the uh, 28th round. I'm sorry, 26th round of the 2015 uh, draft. Of course, he did not sign. He went on to play uh, baseball at the University of Florida on, a, of course, a full scholarship on a very, very good team. But uh, you, you got to think, are the Brewers kicking themselves for not drafting him higher out of high school? Well, I'm, I was glad they didn't sign him. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it, was good for, it was good for us and bad for them. But, I mean, I saw the guy play in, in a College World Series, and he was a beast. Oh, he went beast mode. Absolutely. And in, uh, in college this freshman year, um, he played 67 games, 234 at-bats, 
Hit 303, 367, 440. Pretty good. Uh, not much power, only four home runs, uh, but 40 RBI. Not, not bad. No, it's it's not bad at all. That's, you know, 71 hits, 40 RBI. You'll take that every day. Uh, stolen bases, 13, because he is, he is very, very fast. I think I heard uh, John Sadak uh, talk about how he can run 28 miles per hour. I think the hair helps him. <laughs> 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 uh his uh he play, played uh some summer league uh wooden bat ball collegiate wooden ba- bat ball in the uh, cape cod league uh 17 games there 290 405 uh no home runs in uh 74 plate appearances uh 18 hits though uh only four rbi but uh you know much different hitting between uh wooden bat and uh and metal bat I wish I could have played wood. I wish I could have used a wooden bat in softball, but it would have been kind of hard to hit a softball out of the infield and probably break your bat a lot. Right, right. But right. yeah, yeah, I like, I like the wooden bat league. It sounds funny. It sounds like it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, then uh, went on to uh, his sophomore year at Florida, played 59 games, 212 at bats, 251 plate appearances. A little bit of a down year, 274. Uh, 354 on base percentage, uh, did hit six home runs, uh, with 34 RBI. So a little bit down year in his sophomore year, played the, uh, summer bat league again in 19 games, uh, hitting two, hitting 273, 390, 394, again, not showing much power. Then his senior, I'm sorry, junior year in college, uh, he really turned it on for the Florida Gators, uh, in 68 games. 300 uh, plate appearances. He hit 350, 497, 717 for a 1.213 OPS. 350. That's that's Tony Gwynn area right there. He, that, Tony Gwynn was averaging like three 325 or something yeah. like that. I mean, season. He had 20. He, he had 21 home runs. We haven't seen the home run power yet for Cincinnati, uh, but you know. It's it's kind of amazing how he just kind of uh, between age twenty and twenty one, uh, he kind of uh, really broke out. Well, I mean, he's he's got all the all the the upside to him right now, with the talent, with the speed, the hair, with uh, the bat. I mean, he's at some point in this ballpark, Great American Ballpark or small park, he's going to hit some home runs, and yeah. it's it's going to come. Yeah, and uh, in the 2018 season as a junior, uh, the 21 home runs were sixth in the nation, and he won the Southeast Eastern Conference uh, Baseball Player of the Year. It's outstanding. I mean, those are, those are great credentials to have. Right. So selected fifth overall by the Reds in 2018 draft, uh, signed with the Reds for $5.3 million, a lot more than he would have got with the Brewers out of high school. And uh, started with the Greenville Reds of the uh, Short A Appalachian League, which I always wanted to get down there to see a game. They looked like they uh, had a lot of fun promotions. Now they're part of the uh, kind of the the the, the uh, I want to say semi pro, but that's not really fair. It's kind of it's the same uh, wooden bat prospect league, um, so to speak. And they're now no longer the Greenville Reds. I think I saw something today. They're the Greenville jet troopers or something like that <laughs> i completely butchered that i need i apologize but they they're uh uh no longer affiliated with major league baseball unfortunately but uh it looks like they are going to be able to field teams together which is good but 
for Greenville, uh, right out of, uh, you know, had the 350 batting average in college. Uh, for Greenville in the uh, rookie league, hit uh, 261, 452 on base, though, 543 slugging. Uh, still showed uh, a little bit of power, three home runs and 62 at-bats. Or, I'm sorry, 62 plate appearances and walked quite a bit. <laughs> Funny, he hasn't walked yet. In the majors. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, then got uh, moved up to uh, low A Dayton, which is now high A Dayton. And in Dayton, his numbers weren't as impressive. Uh, 229, Chris, you know, the, the further you go up, the talent and the game gets much, much faster. 229, yep. uh, 339 on base percentage. So still got on base. Uh, 735 OPS. Uh, did have three home runs. So he hasn't walked and he hasn't hit a home run yet in the majors, but early on, at least when he was 21, he was showing a little bit of power, 21 home runs in uh, 96 uh, at-bats. So, I think it's just a, it's adjusting to the pitching. I mean, it's, taking, it's going to take him a little bit longer. Yeah. Oh, and before he went to Dayton, I, I skipped over uh, uh, Billings, which, which he uh, hit 250 and got on base 400 there in three games. Uh, so overall, his first year as a professional, 259, 365, 402 with uh, 11 home runs. I mean, his, his batting averages are great. Right, I would right. Kill, I, would, I would kill if the bat like 274 a season. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 a, that's real. It's above average. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I looked at his at the wrong year. His first year as a pro, he was 240. 380 on base percentage, six home runs. That that made a lot more sense. His second year as a pro, he, he went to uh, to uh, Daytona uh, in High A and also Chattanooga. Daytona, uh, 256 batting average, 340 on base or 346 on base percentage, uh, with uh, five home runs. I'm sorry, with eight home runs, uh, five triples, which we've seen one of those already in the majors. And in uh, Chattanooga, got called up, and and st- that's when he started to break out in 2019 uh, with Chattanooga, 270, 414, 378. You'll take that in the lineup every day. Uh, only three home runs, but uh, so the power went down a little bit, but he really started raking. Hey, if you know what, if he can get triples every game, I'd be happy. He can, <laughs> he can, he, he use them wheels. I mean, Castellanos is a doubles guy. Yeah, India can be the triples guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, last year, 2020, uh, with the uh, COVID season, there was no, there was no triple A or double A for him to develop in. He basically played intramural, but it did not hurt him at all because uh, this spring he really uh, tore it up. He came out ready to go. I mean, he was chomping at the bit to play. Played 22 games, got 59 plate appearances, hit 313, 441 on base percentage, uh, 604 slugging for a 1.045 OPS. He had uh, three home runs in the spring. Uh, He had seven walks in the spring, 12 strikeouts, and uh, 15 hits. So he had more hits than strikeouts. He he showed some power in, in Phoenix or a Goodyear area. And uh, he he basically knocked down the door and made uh, Nick Crawl say, you're on the team. 
Well, I think also not having a shortstop helped his chances. Well, yeah, that, that too. But, I mean, with the numbers and the way he was playing, I, I think they were going to try to find a spot for him because uh, the Reds haven't had this. Nick Senzel had the had a little bit of that, but I think he may have been rushed slightly up to the big leagues, plus he had the injury problems uh, that it continues to have. But, uh, uh, but I mean, this this – this hitter uh, could be the first time we've seen this uh, since Joey Votto, and, and he's coming in with some very good hitters on this Reds team, very professional hitters. Uh, with Nick Senzel, he has the potential to to duplicate what um, what we've been talking about with uh, Jonathan India. You have Mike Moustakis. Uh, you can't forget Joey Votto. I know he's he's started slow this year, but he's hitting the ball really hard. <laughs> And eventually those are going to, those, those hard line drives are eventually going to land where the players aren't. Well, he just landed one in the uh, McCovey Cove <laughs> in San Francisco. So yeah, he's ready. He, he's he's going to break out. Right. He's going to get on a hit streak. He's going to get on a base streak. He's going to be fine. So Jonathan India though, with, uh, with all that talent around him, he has a lot less pressure. He's going to see more pitches because he's the rookie. He's the guy yep. that they, they, they got a challenge. And until they until he proves them wrong, which he's he's doing pretty good. The the one game the Reds uh, didn't score in was the game he didn't play in. Yep. And um, so uh, you know he's he's gonna he's gonna get the time higher up in the batting average. I know there's a lot of debate online why is he hitting six, why is he hitting seventh, but you know he's succeeding there. And as much as David Bell likes to move the lineups around, he has not done that this year. So let's let's don't let's don't tempt fate. Right. David Bell, other than uh, you know, he has the mess of everybody's hitting good, and there's only eight spots that he can play the the starting lineup unless one of those outfielders can pitch as well. Yeah. So we got to plus remember you know Nick Senzel. Going back to him, he he's made a glass. I'm sorry, you know. It just that's that's the way it is. But you know, hopefully he'll get his thing together. But India batting in the six and seven hole. If it's working, don't change it. It's not broken, don't fix it. It's right. fine. And, and the rest of the team is hitting. I mean, other than other than Votto and Suarez, but when the rest of the team's hitting, it, it's not as it's not a, as a big deal if if you're getting outs in the three and four because in the seven eight, in the six seven eight uh, spots in the lineup, uh, you're you're still scoring runs. So you may not get it this inning, but you'll get it the next. And then when the and then when Votto and Suarez uh, do turn it on. Uh, we re- teams really got to watch out. Reds uh, currently have the most runs scored in the majors. Uh, as we're recording, 69. as we're recording this uh, podcast yeah. on uh, on April the thirteenth uh, before their game, and um, think about think think about this for a second though. One, the hitters one through eight, if they start all are hitting on the same page like they were in the home stand against the Pirates. Oh yeah. This 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 league is needed. They need to put on notice. Oh, absolutely. You're gonna you're gonna play another big red machine in 2021. And the Reds still have uh, Michael Lorenzen and Sonny Gray to get back on the pitching staff, and uh, for the most part, with the with a couple of exceptions, this all the starters have outperformed what we expected. Well, even the bench guys have. I mean, Aquino coming off the bench and home runs and doubles right. and what have you. We still haven't seen Shogo Akiyama yet. 
you know, so there's, there's a lot to come. There's a lot to come here. Right. I, I, I will uh, say this. this is a little bit off topic. Uh, we may save it for another show, uh, but I foresee a, a, a potential blockbuster trade if the Reds are still in it uh, come June or July. I agree with you. We've got a lot of, lot of talent in the outfield and somebody has to go. You can't play them all. Right. So, but uh, Jonathan India, he is definitely not going anywhere. Uh, his hair is here to stay. Yeah, he can keep the hair all he wants. He can grow to his butt. I don't care. As long as he's hitting <laughs> hits and winning games, I don't care. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun watching him run down the line and uh, almost every time his helmet flies off. That's fine. Pete's fell off every time he slid, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, people forget Pete had really kind of, it wasn't the long hair like Jonathan India has, but he had the big poofy hair, So the, and the helmets weren't as tight as they, uh, they are now, so his definitely flew off all the time. Yeah, he, he wore the, the helmet that didn't have the little uh, face guard. Oh, face guard. Oh, the, the helmets today, I mean, you're completely protected. Back then, they're like, do we really have to even wear a helmet? Because. Yeah. <laughs> but, and speaking of that, uh, the, the one scary thing early in his career, but he's been fine uh, getting hit in the in the head by the, the pitch in that one game. It was very scary. Uh, definitely not intentional. The pitcher was, uh, I mean, he was shaking up himself, uh, but. Thankfully, the helmets are much better than they were during Pete's days uh, because that could have been really serious because it, it, it hit right in the forehead. Yeah, this, and, and when you're in kids, when you're batting and you see a ball coming towards you, do your best to get out of the way and make sure the helmet is in place because you're going to hit in the head with a ball, it hurts. Right. It's scary too. Yeah, that, that was really scary, but uh, he got up, was fine, stayed in the game and uh, made a very excellent play. Uh, following uh, the following inning. I mean, ask you and Carlos Stanton about getting hit in the head. Right. He got hit in the head a few years ago, and it was scary. Yeah, absolutely. So, thankfully, Jonathan India is fine. He's going to have a great career. Where do you see him uh, ending the year at? Do you think he'll hit over 300? Um, I do. Uh, as long as we don't move him up and down the lineup, and, and he's hitting consistently, and he's got guys in front of him and behind him hitting, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll, be, he'll probably finish around 300. I, I'm going to say 280. I, I think he's going to hit a slump. I'm going to be a little bit uh, pessimistic and realistic tonight. But, I mean, right now he's hitting 355 in, uh, in 31 at-bats. So he, he well, everybody, everybody slumps. Uh, you know, it happens. Uh, there, there Tony, Tony, Gwynn, Tony Gwynn slump. Uh, Ted, Ted Williams slumped. They all slump. There, there is one thing that could help his batting average that he's not done yet, and that's walk. Yes, exactly. He needs to be patient and take some walks. Yeah, but I mean, he's not getting, he's not really getting out, period. He's getting on base at a 389 clip. Uh, so uh, he doesn't need to make too many adjustments now, but he need. but if he could, if he does, when they start challenging him more, if he, if he stays patient, uh, then uh, I, I think he'll, I think he will walk more and then we'll see that average and the, and the OBP uh, just skyrocket. Yeah, I mean, if he's hitting the ball and he's getting on base, I don't care if he walks ever, as long as he gets on base and he gets in. Yeah, you're, you're, that's, that's your plan. Get on base, get around, and get in. Absolutely. So I think it's going to be a great season for the Reds. It's going to be a great season for Jonathan India, quickly becoming one of my favorite players. 
Yeah, I mind too. I, I, I like I like the way he hustles. I like the way he's a baseball guy. He's always thinking about the game. He's thinking about how he can improve himself and improve himself at the plate. And, and that's what you need to be as, as a ball player. Right. So I, it's going to be a fun year to watch him uh, grow, watch him play. And uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited. If, if nothing else, I mean, the Reds are off to a, a very quick, a very uh, fast start for a change. And uh, I, I think uh, Jonathan India gets a huge amount of credit for that because without him, uh, the Reds would the shortstop problem would still be there. Uh, the second base problem really isn't a problem, but that's not Mustakas's uh, natural position. Uh, so I, I think I think I know there were some early errors uh, in the infield, but I think when when the 162 is played, the Reds are going to be stronger defensively because of uh, Jonathan India, and also uh, definitely offensively. Well, you know, the the one plus for him, he has all this veteran talent around him that's going to show him, well, this is what you could do for this play. This is what you could do. Okay, so you come, some comes to your left, some comes to your right. And, and, and those guys can just teach him and mold him into a, a better player. Absolutely. Well, that wraps up this episode. Uh Looking forward to seeing Jonathan India play and uh, more Reds wins. Absolutely, man. Let's win the division and uh, get in the playoffs again and do better this time. All right. Be, <laughs> be sure to uh, share this episode with your friends. Uh, hit the subscribe button so you can catch all of our episodes and follow us on Facebook at Reds Fans Chatter. Until next time, go Reds. Go Reds.